You are listening to the RTE Today podcast, featuring some of our best bits from the show on RTE One weekdays at 3.30. Welcome back to the show. Now it's time for Dear Dilemma, when we do our best to solve those tricky problems in your life with a little help from our wise friends. Well, we have two of our wise friends with us. So we have Laura and Noel with us. So guys, we're going to jump straight into the dilemma. The first one's a kind of a long one. It goes, Dear Dilemma, uh, my dilemma is that a person who I thought was my friend called me one day over the phone. I couldn't talk as I had guests in the house and I said that I would ring her back. However, she forgot to hang the phone or to put the phone down properly and I then heard her talk about me to someone in her house. I couldn't help listening and discover she, what she was saying was really nasty, really nasty things about me. My dilemma now is, do I confront her or do I just leave it go as if nothing happened? I've been very kind to this person over the years, often came to visit me and often stayed overnight as well. But this person is very, very upset about this, Laura. I think you could probably do a little bit of both. And um, One thing that the viewer doesn't mention is, has this friend been a great friend for years as well. I know yes. that our viewer has been a great friend, but look, to be honest with you, I feel that it's probably not getting so worked up over. We're all guilty of having a bit of rant of a rant every now and then, even about our nearest and dearest. So it's unfortunate that she heard her friend giving out about her. There might have been a valid reason. Maybe she was let down by our viewer. But nevertheless, I wouldn't get too upset about it. What I would say is definitely mention it to her because you deserve an apology. I definitely think that this friend should be grovelling and it might, you know, make her hesitate before speaking out of turn again. And then maybe keep your cards close to your chest for a while and see, is this friend a really a true friend who just spoke and had a bit of a whine uh, once and it was a once-off or is this more indicative of a regular behaviour pattern? Yeah. What do no. you think, Noel? Well, I suppose I'm a typical scorpion insofar as I forgive. <laughs> but I don't forget, Mm. I probably would bend and sort of end up doing what you've recommended. But honestly, mm, I would be so disappointed. I would never trust that person again. I would, it would take me such a long time. I would be looking at her or him in a completely different way. All I would be able to hear because there is a very important aspect of this. Mm What she said without realising her friend was listening was actually nasty. Yes. Mm. That's, not, that's not the hallmark of a friend. So it's not a rant, it was something so, a bit more... But as you say, we're working on a bit of an incomplete sort of landscape canvas here. We're not quite sure the relationship. Do they have a relationship that would tolerate, you know, a wee bit of give and take? Is there a bit of that going on mm. anyway? But no, <clears throat> I don't know. Play it, see how it goes, try to win back the trust, possibly. Mm. I would find it hard. I hope this lovely writer yeah. doesn't find it quite the so hard. The word nasty does stick out, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. There's a yeah. sting in it. Mm. There's a sting. It's hard to forgive. A real yeah. sting, yeah. yeah. Okay, I've got another one for you now. My child is now 14 and tends to spend a great deal of her time in her own room on her own. She will say she is studying, doing her homework or speaking to friends, but my worries remain. I made a huge mistake of putting a television in her room. She also has access to a computer because of schoolwork and her mobile. So she's in her room with all the destruction and I wonder how on earth I can break the cycle. Laura. 
Tracy, do you know what? We've got a little bit of this going on at home at the moment <clears> because <throat> our teenager does like to spend time in his room and we would all think back to when we're teenagers go, I'd be bored stupid if it was on yeah. my room. We <laughs> didn't have tech devices, we didn't yeah. have our phones, we didn't have game consoles at all. So of course we were going to be downstairs hanging out with the rest of the family. And um, what I would say, to, say is that it is not, uh, I, I don't think, healthy for anybody to spend that much time within a family unit isolating. So... This fear is the parent. You're going to have to have some short-term pain for long-term gains. You're going to have to put some rules in place, perhaps have a family game night, a family movie night. It's been very successful for us where all devices are turned off except one in the room that we're in and we all have to engage with each other and watch a movie together. Um, also, I think maybe if this 14-year-old, and this 14 is probably only in second year maximum, I think, probably has too many devices in the room. There's too many distractions. Mm -hmm. So I would suggest taking one away, be it the TV, the game console or the phone. And if you can't, then take away the controller for the console <laughs> and take away the remote for the telly yeah. and then unplug the Wi-Fi downstairs. <laughs> there are ways around it, but you are the parent. And ultimately, we hate upsetting our kids. We really yeah. do. But we're not there to be their best friends. And if they hate us for a little while, but appreciate that there are boundaries in place, they will learn from them eventually. Is this not just normal teenager behaviour, though? Go to oh, your room and I don't know. shut out the world. I would be... I would introduce a slight note of caution that uh, children... There may be an underlying sort of reason why that child is also withdrawing a little bit. So be conscious of that. Um, I'm just amused at the generation gap here, you know. I mean, we never stayed in a room because there'd be about 14 of us sleeping in the bloody room. <laughs> so we, you got out of it. <laughs> you know, I mean, different. Eight children, two rooms. Yeah. That was, yeah. uh, two, <laughs> two children in eight rooms, yeah. 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 Now, I would just be aware that maybe that child needs a little bit of coaxing and, and rules. Wrong, you and, you know, I do not wish to be harsh. I'm not a parent. But, yes, you're under pressure. But we have to take some of the responsibility when we decide to allow a child who is a young person to have a television, a laptop, a mobile device mm -hmm. in the room without really realising there has to be a bit of control as well. But good luck with it, but tread cautiously. Tread cautiously. OK, yeah. we get one more in, folks. This goes as follows. My daughter's getting married later this summer in a venue with limited capacity. Both myself and my husband come from big families, so she can't invite all the cousins. This is giving me anxiety, as I don't want any bad humour from our families. The venue banned all this, there was a deposit paid and it is annoying me uh, my daughter, she would, she, it's annoying me that my daughter didn't pick a bigger venue I just want to relax and enjoy the whole uh, experience and this is the first family wedding and uh, I see trouble ahead who's getting married here Laura? <laughs> Yes, you'd wonder. Yeah. First family wedding, though, it's a big deal. It is a big deal. Big it deal. is a big deal, to be fair enough. Yeah. And it I think probably because of that, the whole family, both families are anticipating that it's going to be a fantastic party and they're all going to be invited. Yeah. The reality is that most families don't invite every single member, every cousin, every auntie, every great uncle, because they just can't. Most places have a limited capacity. And I think there's a general understanding there that you're not necessarily going to be invited if a family member gets married. Perhaps doing something politically correct, like inviting the eldest cousin from each family, might Ooh, work. Because then you're not 
picking favourites, but you're saying, look, we have a limited capacity, we would love you all to be represented, therefore, could the eldest cousin please come to the wedding? And maybe, I mean, the only problem is if the second eldest cousin's actually your favourite and you hate the eldest, <laughs> you're going to run into difficulties. But let's just say, uh, if you're able to do something like that or else explain. I mean, if, if you have a problem with it, then maybe ask your daughter to explain to her cousins. What about the day twos or giving somebody the afters? Oh, think, gosh, Phil? no. Oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, why not? No, Is it Ellen, why not? To get an afters. so disrespectful. <laughs> oh, second-class citizen, darling, darling, never, never, never. Look, that lady must have Donegal connections because in Donegal, we almost need Crow Park. We invite everyone. When I'm coming up to Dublin uh, or coming down to Cork, I can go into any hotel in the country. And as I go in, if there's a wedding on, one of the girls will stop me and say, be for salmon. I say, I'm having the salmon. I could go to that wedding. Nobody would know any different. Because the bride would say he's, he's with the other side. They would say he's with the other side. No, darling, mum, stay out of it. Times are changing. Crow Park isn't available. Yeah. Let your daughter take the hassle. If some of the cousins or the strangers that you want to invite are annoyed, let them get on with it. Love it. Yeah. Embarrassed, keep, let her be embarrassed. She'll be all right. Get a nice hat, wear a beige and keep quiet. <laughs> I love that. Absolutely. Great mantra. Yeah. <laughs> Put it on a t-shirt. We're ready to keep yeah. quiet. Mum, you're taking this far too serious. Okay. <laughs> Relax and enjoy the whole experience Absolutely. as it's going to unfold. She wants to enjoy it. Yeah, and May I suggest, so. Mum, that you start right away. Yeah. And start, get just have a nice pair of comfortable shoes we're putting on after the ceremony. Yeah. Yeah. And, and treat yourself. Well, there you have it. <laughs> Good to have you guys. Oh, it's uh, a joy as always. And so nice to meet you. You too. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank Thanks for you. sorting out all our dilemmas. And if you do have more dilemmas for Laura and Noel, please do email us today at rt.ie. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to tune in to the Today Show every weekday on RTE1 from 3.30. Or if you missed the show, you can watch it back on the RTE player. Visit rte.ie forward slash player. Stay tuned.